Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. So the raging question and debate is the R word. Are we in a recession? Are we not in a recession? That's the question that Republicans and Democrats continue to argue about and debate. But are we once again just focusing on the wrong thing? Americans are obviously suffering under the weight of the economy, inflation, and a host of other things, and we need to find that proper path forward. That's the name of the game. Uh, So to help us figure all of this out, Jonathan Bidlack, of course, Director of the Government's Program at the R Street Institute. Jonathan, thanks for jumping on, and you had a great piece today. Uh, Are we in a recession, and does it actually matter? Where are we, and what should we be talking about? Well, first, thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that the point of my piece is that, you know, I mean, does it really matter whether or not, you know, growth went up 0.1 percent or down 0.1 percent? You know, that's kind of just fighting over fighting over the word. Um, You know, I would say, I mean, you know, based on that, that, you know, colloquial definition, then sure, we are in a recession. But uh, but, you know, there's a big difference, of course, between between, you know, growth going down 0.2 and growth going down, you know, 5 percent. So, uh, you know, my view is you really need to look at the trends here and ask yourself, well, are we on a good trajectory? And I think that the answer to that is very much mixed. I mean, on the one hand, you know, the job market has continued to be pretty strong. Uh, you know, we've had something like 5%, uh, you know, nominal wage growth. But the problem, as we know, is that we're having 9% inflation. And so you have people who are struggling because of the uh uh, you know, uh, increase in prices. So um, I think that they, it remains to be seen whether or not the economy will remain on a uh, or be on a, a strong, uh, uh, you know, trajectory going forward. And so uh, I think that we've been we've been spending so much time arguing over, you know, whether or not we're actually in a recession that we're not asking ourselves whether or not we're doing the things that we should be doing to improve the economic situation that we're going to be dealing with, dealing with over the next you know months and, and, and years. Yeah, I, I love the fact that you pointed out uh, something we've been trying to talk about, and it is whether it's the talking points of the left or the right, uh, they, they seem to be focusing in all the wrong spaces. The left seems to be on this debate of uh, the American people are just worrying too much. Everybody's a little grumpy coming out of the pandemic, uh, you know, the bad vibes kind of stuff. But is that another area where maybe the uh, the White House in particular, the communication strategy uh, seems to be a miss because it it feels so disconnected. Uh, as you were saying, whether it's point one or point two uh, isn't the issue, but how the American people are feeling actually is a big issue. It is. It is such a good point. You know, I think that the the Democrats and, and the administration has basically been treating this. You know, I've I've been joking almost like how the Trump administration, you know, first treated COVID. You know, they sort of viewed it as a as a you know a PR problem that they could just go and and you know wish away by saying the right words. But of course, you know, the virus didn't care about that any more than <laughs> economic reality cares about what's happening right now. And so I think that, you know, when you look at the actions that have generally been taken uh, by many in Congress and by the administration, I mean, look, they've continued promoting, you know, crazy out of control spending for a long time now. The only reason this, you know, latest reconciliation package, the, you know, humorously named Inflation Reduction Act is, is, you know, more limited in scope compared to the proposals that we saw, you know, in the previous months is because Senator Joe Manchin basically, uh, you know, has been concerned about inflation and has been unwilling as the swing vote to, in the Senate to, uh, to actually go and, you know, advance legislation that's bigger. But it doesn't really seem like people in the administration 
are are you know dealing with reality and recognizing that their actions ultimately have consequences and so uh you know to me that you know with with sort of an economics perspective i mean that's that's the frustrating thing is that if you you know it would be one thing to say look the economy isn't doing that great but we're taking tangible steps to go and improve it but the problem is that you know their their steps are you know the elizabeth warren blaming big business for suddenly getting greedy all of a sudden as an explanation for why we're dealing with inflation yeah. And let's let's go to our equal opportunity offender round. Uh, Republicans don't have uh, a whole lot to stand on either. Uh, they've uh, they've spent uh, as I, don't know, I think we offend drunken sailors when we say spend like drunken sailors, because this, <laughs> this kind of spending has never been seen. Uh, but Republicans uh, added to that uh, that debt and deficit and, uh, in, you know, infuse some of that. Obviously, the, the Democrats put the latest money into the economy. Uh, but Republicans mm-hmm. under the former President Donald Trump uh, spent four years doing a whole lot of spending as well. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you know, President Obama was in office for eight years and spent a bunch of money. And, you know, early on in his presidency, you know, there was sort of the, the Tea Party wave that was spawned by the fact that President Obama and President Bush before him were spending like crazy. But then you have Donald Trump come into office and, you know, he, he spent more in four years than than President Obama did in eight and you basically don't even hear a whimper from Republicans in that environment. And, you know, of course, the bulk of that spending, uh, you know, or at least a significant portion of that spending came in response to COVID. Uh, and so in some sense, I mean, you know, the inflation that we're dealing with now, you know, really the, the, the pump was primed in that last, you know, year or so of the Trump administration. So, you know, as, as I've pointed out in other things I've written, I mean, you know, the, the economic issues we're dealing with right now are not the fault of any one person. They're not the fault of any one phenomenon. The reality is everyone is to blame because regardless of party, regardless of ideological perspective, everyone's basically just proposing doing the same thing, which is let's spend more and kind of leave it on autopilot. Yeah, and that's uh, that's where I go bonkers is the <laughs> it's this magic thinking of, hey, if we just keep doing the same thing, the unicorns show up and everything's going to be <laughs> absolutely fine. Or uh, as I often say, the you know, you can't get $30 trillion in debt through conflict. We always complain about conflict in Washington, yep. but it's the collusion of all this spending left and right, presidents of both parties uh, that are really adding to it. And because of all of mm-hmm. that, the American people are feeling, hey, we're in a recession. So so what's the path forward out of this? Well, I, I think it's fiscal, you know, being being more fiscally responsible, and you know, and to be clear, that's not just, uh, you know, the solution doesn't just lie with uh, President Biden and his administration. I mean, the Federal Reserve. Mm. plays an incredibly important role in this, right? And, you know, I've been an advocate for a, a while that, you know, the Federal Reserve needs to be needs to be raising interest rates. And I know that there is a cost to that. But, you know, if you if you look at the Taylor rule, which is basically this, uh, you know, John Taylor, a, a well-known economist at Stanford University years ago, uh, developed a way of estimating essentially what, you know, what uh, interest rates should be based on economic variables. And you find that even now with the, with the, the latest uh, increases in the interest rate by the Federal Reserve, the Taylor rule predicts that interest rates should be much higher than they are right now, given given the levels of inflation that we're dealing with. And so, uh, I, I think that that's the other big part of this picture is that you know you, uh, you know Powell needs to basically be taking seriously this issue of price stability. And if you look back in the late seventies and the early eighties, uh, you know in terms of how how the Fed was dealing with inflation there, they recognize that it's incredibly important to have a commitment to price stability because inflation part of what makes 
makes it so insidious is this the fact that you know expectations matter so much and you can start to have things essentially spiral out of control and so um you know there's obviously a lot of concern about recession in the immediate term and that's legitimate um but the last thing you want is stagflation by basically letting inflation fester at the same time as having a a weakening in, in growth and so you know i would argue that that we need to go and get inflation under control first uh and then you know we'll deal with we'll deal with the the you know any sort of uh recession whether or not we are actually actually do end up in one or not yeah great insight as always jonathan bidlack director of the governance program at the r street institute jonathan thanks for joining us today yeah thanks again for having me all right and that's jonathan bidlack and uh, great insight there uh, and Jonathan is so spot on on this one in terms of uh, e- this is equal opportunity offender. This is the left and right. This is collusion much more than it is conflict uh, in terms of the spending that has gone on. And now we're just pointing fingers and placing blames and debating, debating the definition of words, uh, whether we are in a recession or aren't and what the definition is and who gets to tweak the definition. And to the American people, that just doesn't matter. Uh, The thing that's going to be most interesting to watch is, of course, we have a bill named the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, which will do little. It'll actually increase inflation over the next two years, and then it might do it marginally, uh, I think slightly higher than zero uh, in the years that follow that. Uh, But that's going to be the big debate in Washington, D.C. this week. We're going to dig into all of that, look at who's responding, uh, what the allies are, what uh, Kirsten Sinema from Arizona will do. She may be the deciding vote. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we will get right into it. Senator Manchin made the media rounds over the weekend on the Inflation Reduction Act. Why is he on board now after chastising Congress for spending before? We're going to dig into that. Coming up next. Stay with us.